hello everyone. Uh, Fab and I have uh, a guest today. I'm very excited to, to have her with us, uh, Corinne Stephanie from Chem Inc. Uh, we're going to ask Corinne a bunch of questions about her business and find out what, what drives her and how she got where she is today, uh, marketing and sales-wise, of course. <laughs> and uh, so first thing, hello Fab, hello Corinne. Hi, we're just back from the holidays, so we might be a little rusty. Totally rusty. <laughs> you are rusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Well, good. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, these are some of the best episodes. Nice. So first thing, I, you know, I find Cam Inc. is a really original, you've got some really original marketing. You've got a really original approach to to what you do. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe just to start with, tell us a little bit about what Cammy does and, yeah. and, and then let's go into it and we'll obviously have a bunch of questions as we go along. <laughs> so Cammy pretty much we're a solutions provider uh, providing talent solutions as well as consultation for project management um, but a big bulk and what everybody knows us for is our talent solutions. So helping those companies match with great talent, um, hard to find niche market um, and yeah just being that talent matchmaker is okay. what I like to say. Most recently, and the reason why I say that is because we had somebody who called us back after they got hired, and she was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how you matched us so perfectly, Hmm. and it was just what I do, and what we do. That's awesome. That's great. That's awesome. How do you get started? Like, how did it, how old is it, like, how long has it been around, and how did you get started? Yeah, so Cam Inc. originally opened in 2016, uh, doing the consulting. 2018 started very slowly with the uh, staffing portion, and then fast forward 2019, I came on board, and it was full steam ahead. Nice. Yeah, so, and we can really say 2019 is where staffing really took off, and the marketing, the media the videos, the podcast, well, not podcast, but uh, YouTube videos, yeah, yeah, the video uh, vlogging. So it was really... uh, And and all that you do, really, the the mass of your marketing is really based on, really pushes for the talent solutions, but you talk about consulting, too. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the background there? What what was... uh, why did you associate with your partner and <laughs> what, what did he do prior? He was an IT solutions uh, specialist and he ended up working for a company doing um, project management. He okay. transferred into project management. So then once I was like, you know what, I don't really want to work for a big corporate world anymore. I kind of want to go off on my own. I saw a need for talent solutions to be better to offer that better solution to applicants and being an applicant myself at one point I was on the job market and it was rough and these companies and not only companies, but also, you know, working with other agencies, it was really difficult. So I saw that there was something there and, you know, based on my history, I was like, Hey, listen, we could do this. So he was like, Oh, all right. He goes, I already do a little bit, but let's push it forward. And yeah. And so oh, my partner is also my partner in life and nice. partner in oh, business. Okay. So yeah, we uh, we started off like that. But it's so funny because when people meet us, they're like, "You guys are really together." It's like, <laughs> yeah, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> and so, oh. I, sorry, I have no yeah. question for you. So two questions. Yeah. One, I want to talk to you about how that is working with the person that you also have a partner in life with, and sure. how, how that works out. And before that, like you're very original in the way you do things. Uh, there's a lot of recruiters out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that call themselves recruiters. First of all, I have two questions. Why don't you call yourself a recruiter or like the typical, because you say talent solutions, is yep. that just a marketing thing? And secondly, what does make you different? Like how do you, how do you come, 
out from the crowd as being the person that we should use mm -hmm. to to use for talent solutions. Yeah, good question. So why I don't like associating with recruiter or saying that I'm a recruiter because that I offer so many other solutions, not only you know hiring, finding or sourcing talent, but also the HR aspect. And a lot of times, which is so funny over the years, CEOs, I really end up partnering with them. And now with Cam Inc., they contact me and they're like, hey, listen, we need your help. Can you help out our HR? And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, what do they need? Can you just come in, see where the sore points are, help them out, you know, put in a strategy, whatever it is, or just come and have a chat with us? Sure, not a problem. So that was one of the solutions that I had offered. So I consider it as a talent solution because I'm helping the internal talent as well um, with human resources, with sore uh, spots, um, and so many other things that goes way beyond that, and then on the recruiting side. So it's really far, <laughs> really, really expands on just So it's a, a, it's a lot more than recruitment. Just a lot is. more. I, but let's say I was to hire you plus. to recruit someone. Mm -hmm. Like, do you, do you offer other services around the recruitment? Like, you like you talk about HR. What mm -hmm. is it? You help me define the contract. You, mm -hmm. you help me define the way they should be paid. Yeah. You help me with the 30, 60, 90 day integration. Mm -hmm. um, the onboarding. Okay. How to onboard. And that's one of the mm -hmm. things really and what makes us stand out yeah. is obviously the video content that we put out that mm -hmm. we're really, really big on social media. But um, when people first get hired, making the hiring managers understand how it is to integrate. We've all been there on day one. And day one really defines what day 30 is going to look like and day 60 and day 90, you know. So it's that first impression is yeah. the lasting impression. Yeah. You know, just like sales and marketing, when somebody comes in on their very first day, you've got to sell your company. Yeah. Even though they said yes. Mm -hmm. Their foot can still be halfway out the door. Yeah. So really what I end up doing is helping the hiring manager integrate the person, um, get them onboarded. And if they don't have that onboarding, I'm able to supply that solution okay. and go into a company that I've never seen before. Give me <laughs> six hours at max. And within that time, I'm able to spin circles and come in and say, okay, hey, and the person thinks that I've worked there for my entire life. When yeah. it's reality, it's like, no, no, I'm here just like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, great. You had a question. Um, yes. Well, I don't know. And it kind of alludes to or joins what you were saying, but you were talking, you mentioned a few things about social media and stuff like that. So I know you have a very different approach or not yeah. different, but uh, a unique approach, original approach. And I wanted to know kind of, well, maybe explain a bit what you do and two, kind of where that came from. Yeah. So originally, uh, the camming job blog, mm -hmm. so posting the jobs at a snapshot, um, putting yep. it out on to social media right away that people are able to just uh, see a video, 30 to two minutes. I try to keep it under two minutes. Um, maybe they'll go longer in 2020, but I like to cap it out. Yeah. Um, so people, instead of seeing cat videos, they see something with value. Yeah. That's so like, oh, okay, I'm on the bus, I'm on the metro, and it's like, oh, hey, a job. Yeah, yeah, I am looking. Oh, wait, I am an engineer. Oh, wait, I am a sales or marketing professional that's looking for work. Right. Um, so that's really what I do with the video content, uh, apart from coffee with Cam and just my quick little, okay, this is my tip of the day type of videos. Yeah. Um, but how it got started was sitting on the bus and seeing okay. people glued to their phones. Nice. And nonstop, and I was one of them, and I am one of them yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time on my phone. And I would get into that 
cat video tunnel that I'm just watching nonstop silly videos of yeah. how not to laugh. Right. And then I was like, well, if this is going on, I can make a better content and I can get my jobs quicker. Because and bring value. Bring value. And everybody's sitting there. And if I'm going to post it onto Facebook, people are sitting there. My video is going to come up. Yeah. If you promote it, you do whatever. It's going to come up in their feed. Mm-hmm. And that's really how it started. And I asked everybody I knew, I'm like, share my videos. <laughs> like, make sure you like it. And yeah, switched over to LinkedIn. And how was that? But your yeah. your content strategy, like I know you're talking about the whole like putting it out there, mm-hmm. the marketing strategy. But your content's also very smart. Like I saw one just before the holidays, about a month ago, where you're trying to hire someone for the airport mm-hmm. and you're standing under <laughs> the, the, the the runway. Then there's a plane go, going overhead. And and so it really brings a person into the reality. So you're 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 it's it's really cool. I mean, it's very different than just saying here's the here's the list here's of what we're looking yeah. for. Yeah. Um, and here's you know what we're hoping. Here I am near the airport. We're looking for people to work at. The, it's just it's original. It's entertaining, and it makes me want to know more. Yeah. yeah. So that I found and, that uh, very well. I commend you on that. Yeah. yeah. And and again on that note, like so you, you noticed. People were on their phones and you figured video would be a great thing. But a lot of people, I think, kind of notice things, but then they have a hard time getting started. Like, was there, is there something that you can, that you identify, like, this is why I got started, this is how I got started, or were you just, it's kind of your personality and you were just like, you know what, I could do video and I'll do it and here we go. Like, how did you transition from noticing to doing? Well, I challenged myself a few years back. Um, I was working at a company and I asked my employer, I was like, you know, video is really the way to go. And we need to jump on this bandwagon. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Korean, yeah, it sounds great, but no, no, no. I'm like, yes, yes, we need to do this. Like, let me try it out. And years and years ago, I would just do quick little videos here and there because I was traveling a lot and doing, like, uh, public speaking events and so many different things. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, just a quick snap and up our social media marketing. Fast forward to now, they didn't want to do that. Right. Whereas now they're like, yeah, let's do this. We right. need to get on this video. Um, so I really saw it and I wanted to challenge myself even more. So with Cam Inc., with my partner, I was like, no, this is the way. Right. And let me try it out. And the very first video that went up, like everybody else, you get like five views if you're lucky. I was like, oh, yeah, my mom looked yeah. at my video. Thanks, <laughs> mom. Um, but then as time went on and I kept on doing it and I was like, okay, let me try again. And I would just feel so um, deflated, I mm-hmm. guess you can say, because I was like, oh, nobody's watching this. Nobody's yeah. listening to my stuff. And then all of a sudden, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. I was like, oh, my gosh. And now fast forward to just over the holidays, we had something that we put out, and it's almost at 9,000 views. Wow. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, freaking out. And yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. And also when you um, – uh, and it's funny, Fab, because you're alluding to something, you know, and Fab's always telling me, oh, Paul, post on LinkedIn, do these things. And a lot of people like me, but I'm a lot better now, um, are, are, I wouldn't say intimidated, but are held back by the fact that they're a little bit of perfectionists. They're saying, you know what? This content's not quite good enough. I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold off. I, 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 you know, I'm not feeling this video or whatever. So what do you do to get over that? What do you do to, like, do you record the same video a thousand times or do you just say, you know what? If it's got a little bit of a mistake, it's okay. It'll, it gets the point across I wish I could say that it's like a one-hit wonder, but it really isn't. Yeah, I record okay. over and over again. Okay. And that perfectionist in all of us, I mean, entrepreneurs, you know, business professionals, 
are perfectionists. You know, you want it to look great. Mm -hmm. But after a certain while, when it's just not working, and some of those videos, like the plane video that everybody saw, um, that was really, you know what, just post it. Okay. If it doesn't look great, just post it. Okay. And let's see what happens. And those ones are the ones that, that get do the, the best. Most, yeah. Because they're real. Yeah. So there's a message here, really. Don't <laughs> work on it too much. Don't, don't, don't refine it too much. Be real. Yeah. Do you think a lot of it is people are afraid? Fab's really happy we're saying this. <laughs> I know. This is, you think he's like gleefully happy. Yeah. This is exactly this is what Fab's telling you. That's amazing. Do you think part of it is people are afraid of what other people might think? A thousand percent. And people ask me that all the time. They're like, well, how can you put yourself out there like that? And it is, you know, it is very difficult. And at first I was really hindering, like, oh, what's people going to think? And then after some time, I was like, no, just get over it. Like, just get go it with out it. There. Yeah. yeah, just get it out there. And, you know, if it's better to do something than not to do something at all. Right. But at the same time, let me be devil's advocate here. Oh, yeah. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're doing talent solutions. Mm -hmm. What if you put something out there that goes against the grain of what your clients, you think your client, you're that super corporate straight client might, you know, be inclined mm -hmm. to think like might, has that hurt you in a way? Like did, did those, you know, more edgy videos, uh, turn some people off? Did you ever have any CEOs say, Hey, you know what? I, I find you're a little too edgy on this one. I, I'm not, I'm not liking it. It's not, uh, on the contrary. Um, actually when I ended up, doing coffee with Cam when we yeah. started up that series um, probably August of last year it was a CEO who told me to do it okay yeah and okay. he was like you know what Kareem he goes I've been watching your videos for like six months now or for however long okay following your stuff he goes put out one of these okay he goes and start going around and interviewing random people um so for that no but would I say I'm careful of what I post yeah for sure okay I mean there's still that HR director in me who's like okay got to be politically correct you know you don't want to share something that's going to offend or hurt okay um so i'm very conscious of that when i'm posting um of what my audience may say okay okay mm -hmm. so we've been very marketing so far and i know a lot of what you do is <laughs> uh, -huh. uh you know marketing marketing content whatnot and you're attracting people that way now of course you know Everyone who listens to podcast knows I'm a hardcore sales guy. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you do to actually actively uh, seek out outgoing, uh, like as an outgoing salesperson to go and get business? Do you do that, or it's all just been through word of mouth and through your social media, or do you actually call people and do uh, and do cold calls or prospecting, or has it, have you just you have such a big network that people come to you? I do have a large network. That's been great. Like plug for LinkedIn. Thank you for that. Um, you have a huge, actually, let's, let's take a little, <laughs> let's take a little parenthesis. How many LinkedIn connections do you have? I'm going to be celebrating. I say celebrating because it is celebration 27,000. That's, that's amazing. That's yeah, crazy. It is okay. a celebration. Very happy so. Okay. So let's yeah. get, so obviously <laughs> that's helped a lot, which is yes. great, yeah. but do you need to do outbound uh, sales? Do you need For to sure. go out there? Yeah. yeah. And how do you, how do you, what's been your approach? Has it been successful or is it more for marketing? A lot of it has been, I would say a good chunk has been for marketing, but okay. after speaking with you and speaking <laughs> with both of you guys, um, that I realized we had I'm listening to, to your podcast. Yes, actually <laughs> listening to your podcast with the, uh, the sales pitch, the elevator okay. pitch has really, really helped. Okay. Good. Yes. That Great. was a huge thing. I think I've listened to it so many times. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's ingrained, um, it's ingrained yeah. in me now. Um, but hired somebody just to do cold calls. 
So we got somebody on board. Okay. Yeah. So because with the social media marketing and then also the sourcing, my time was completely spent. Okay. My partner was on work. So it was just everybody was at their max. So we hired somebody just to do the cold calls. Um, so that person is just nonstop cold okay. calling and, you know, and they're engaging. in-house. In-house. So sitting in-house. And sitting in-house. What, and what made you decide to hire someone rather than hiring a firm that would make cold calls for you? Um, because our customers had said to us, they're like, don't grow too big too fast. Okay. We like your personal touch on our accounts. They want to be in touch with you, basically. They want to be in touch with me. They want to be in touch. And every person who will eventually work under the CAM umbrella, I want it to mirror exactly if I'm hiring well, my partner is me, just replicated. Okay. Okay. So I want every customer to have that personal touch. Um, my so that's what this cold caller is. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that cold caller is pretty much me just okay. learning the ropes. And really, I'm teaching them to eventually take over, Okay. you know, and take over that portion and able to do it on their own. And so we saw a need for that. And now 2020 is the need for the sales professional. Okay. Yeah, having somebody on the road because, again, with the sales, marketing, everything else that encompasses the business, I still do this go and see the clients and sit with everybody and talk to them. But I know that in order to grow, we okay. do this. So it's a mix of both is what you're saying because, mm -hmm. I mean, there's not many people. I, I don't I, I don't know anyone else who's got 27,000 uh, um, LinkedIn connections. connections so, <laughs> and, and, and that's great and, and yeah. that's awesome. But I, I assume from what you're saying that that's just not enough. You, you need to do more. For and sure. that's why you've done sales. Yeah. That's very interesting. And I mean, it's, it's something that we've talked about here and there, right? I think it's the, the mix of mm -hmm. both that makes it really interesting that you're so involved in, not involved, but so committed to marketing, mm -hmm. but at the same time committed to sales. And I think uh, a lot of organizations struggle. They're either very sales driven and they're they're having a hard time growing bigger or they're very marketing driven, but they're having a hard time generating revenue. Yeah. Um, so I think it's interesting that you're taking both approaches. Without a doubt. And after, you know, meeting with you guys and speaking with both of you and hearing your stories too, I was like, you know what? It is a hand in hand there, you know, it goes together, you know, listening to the podcast. I was like, it goes together, both of it. And talking to my team, I was like, guys, this is what we have to do. You know, you can only go so far with one side mm -hmm. and, you know, we could sell, 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 but then nobody's going to know who you are. Right. You know, it's like, well, you're not present on social media. Yeah. It's like, if you're not, you know, if you didn't read it online, then who are you? <laughs> yeah. It's not on LinkedIn, you don't exist. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. And then it's, it's interesting that you say that. It's true. This both ways. And, you know, you would have spoken to me five years ago. I would have said, ah, oh, marketing, just go out there and do outbound sales. But, you know, obviously in... What I've learned in the last five years is that, you know, that's why we're doing the podcast. We're doing a lot of things. It gets your your name out there and it really, it has, it's probably a slower approach, but it's it's like a big, fat, moving boat that's going one direction. And, and as you do all that, it, it, it's very direct. Whereas, you know, I often compare outbound sales to just this pointed little, you know, one, you know, you're going out there and you're this fast plane and you're hitting your target really fast, you know, because you're getting right to it. So, it, but they're both very important. I, I totally mm -hmm. agree with that. And it's interesting because Fab and I, obviously, from different backgrounds, have, have looked at that. So another question, Corinne. Mm -hmm. Again, there's a huge amount of people out there. Obviously, you've got a very interesting marketing approach. You know, you're building your sales. So what's in in your what do you attribute your success other than your marketing presence? Of? Where's where's your success in what you deliver your product? How is your actual product different once you're there? Once I've said, okay, yes, I saw the videos. 
I've done all this. Where does your product differ from the competition or what is it that you do that you feel that really gives your client value other than obviously the marketing, how they, they discovered you and, and how you market the, the, the jobs? Mm-hmm. Um, not only when I go to hire for any client, um, I hire for them as though I am them. I work there. I understand who they are. I understand the person, uh, the hiring manager, because, you know, oftentimes what ends up happening is you're at work. Say if I was just walking, hey, nice to meet you. Okay, uh, you need X, Y, Z. I check all the boxes. I can supply your resumes that check all the boxes. But if I don't understand you, then you know what? Maybe those resumes is not really what you're looking Even for. Even though they look really good on paper, they might not get along with that CEO. Exactly. So you put yourself in the position of the CEO, like mm-hmm. the A type, the B type, whatever, the red, the blue, the yeah. green, the yellow, whatever it might be. You really tell yourself, okay, I'm going to find someone who's going to fit with you. Exactly. And then it goes even beyond that because a lot of times when I'm posting on social media, our clients will say, do not post my name. Tell your applicant that's not a problem, but don't post who I am. Well, why? I'm going to sell you like there's no tomorrow. Why don't you want? No, because we don't want every recruiter calling us. Okay. Okay. Not a problem. So they're able to get, okay, we'll say 27,000, but it goes way beyond that because Mm -hmm. of all the groups. Yeah. Um, the YouTube, everywhere that it gets funneled out to. So it goes so beyond that, that their company is being marketed so well Hmm. that they're like, oh, you're getting exposure, you know, and people are contacting, oh my gosh, I saw the video. I really want to work for that company. It sounds so exciting. And I get people engaged in that way. And then you can pick and choose. And then one, you can pick and choose. And then once I meet the people and it's like, oh, okay, are you going to be a good fit? Okay, if I'm this CEO... Or is, you know, Fab going to be a great fit for my company? Yes. You know, they have similar likes, dislikes, whatever it is. They're going to get along with everybody. Okay. Put them forward. Okay. Where I won't, unlike other places, maybe I won't send a thousand CVs and say, okay. oh, okay, well you need, here's your pick of a litter. Yeah, okay. I can do that. Okay. But you, you go, point? you go a little deeper. You, you sit in that chair. Now mm-hmm. I know that's a soft skill, right? It's a soft skill to be able to sit down with Fab and say, okay, you're the CEO of this company, and I understand what you're trying to look for. But what's your process? And I don't, I don't, you don't want to give your magic sauce away, <laughs> <That's> but <fine. laughs> um, what's your process in finding out? Okay, well, what is it that Fab looks for? Do you have like a list of 100 questions you ask them? Do you do you just sit down, get to know them? You spend an hour with them, you spend two hours with them. Like, what do you do to get to know that CEO, or that that VP, or that manager, or that person who's looking to hire? What's your process? Um, it starts really with coffee. it completely starts with coffee i I wish i could say okay it's a 10-step process um yes for sure there is a process to my madness but it really starts with okay who is fab like oh okay this is great and just asking random questions like i have a list that i'll go through okay what are you looking for how long have you been looking tell me about your organization but then beyond that it goes into well how did you get started Okay. What brought you to that seat? Okay. Where did you come from? Getting to know them. Get to know them. And then going, when they take me for tours, that's always fun because it's like, (laughs) whenever I tour any place, hey, how's it going? How do you like working here? I mean, how long have you been working here? The receptionist. The receptionist is key. Absolute key everywhere. And, you know, um, even years ago with my receptionist, they are key 
like knowledge to understanding keepers, the business to understanding the business yeah. and to say okay well that person's gonna work that person's not gonna work you know mm, oh yeah. this is really what we're looking so do you, for do you do you i speak to them do you but do you, do you ask her <laughs> sure. do you ask her opinion, opinion on mm. the the candidates that come through or do i you won't assess? ask them no okay. because once it goes to the ceo typically okay. when those positions a lot of the roles it will be confidential between us okay. and the ceo right um whereas for the reception is understanding well it, same thing. How long have you worked here? Mm -hmm. What brought you here? What do you right. like about working yeah. here? Mm. You know, oh, you have free parking. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you're moving. Oh, where are you guys moving to? Mm. And then they end up telling quite okay. a bit of a story of a company. Interesting. Yeah. So I want to change gears a little bit, if you don't mind. I want yeah. to go back to marketing because, like, when I hear someone say they have 27,000 <laughs> connections on LinkedIn, I want to understand what did you do to get there and what is the purpose of your your is is the purpose of all those connections to eventually help them either as to find jobs or either to to help them find the right candidates? Do you are you very selective in who you accept on LinkedIn? Like, what's your strategy? When so to go from five thousand, I want to say it was about five thousand to twenty six thousand, roughly. That would took about a year. Okay. That was over the course of 2019. So when I first started up with Cam, I had 5,000 connections. Okay. And it was very, you know, very selective. And right away I was like, no, accept, accept, accept. Now as you approach 30, because LinkedIn has a cap, mm. which is 30. And when you get close to it, it's you're more, You're more selective. You have to be, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to be okay. a little bit selective. Of, so from 5 to 20, you were just... Pretty much accepting everything. Yeah, I accept But I guess it. in your I business, you, you need a wide array mm -hmm. types of people. You're not looking just for salespeople or just for, for you know, accountants or engineers. You're looking for a wide array because you, you could yeah. be looking for talent solutions for, for them. For, yeah. And a lot of times what ended up happening was the people that I would speak to, like applicants, CEOs, uh, hiring managers, directors, you know, right across mm -hmm. the board, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to connect with you on LinkedIn. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, let's connect. Okay. And I would connect with them. Yeah. Like, and that went right across. And I told everybody, now it's in our business model. Make sure that you connect with us because it goes out to the network first. Yeah. Any of our job postings, <clears throat> you're going to see a message okay. from Kareen right away. And, you know, anybody who works at CAM knows this is what we have to tell everybody. And do you manage your own network or do you have someone help you there? I, you know what? Somebody asked me that. And <laughs> no, I manage it. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of late nights. I was going to say, yeah, it's a lot of work. A lot of work. And just that, I mean, that's a full-time job. In yeah. Because yeah. yeah. as you were mentioning at some point, right, like the reason why you're hiring in sales or cold mm -hmm. calling was that you're so busy, well, one, fulfilling mandates, but two, yeah. managing all the marketing efforts. Um, is that, and maybe I'm changing gears a bit. I don't know mm -hmm. if you want to stay on the marketing thing, but um, is that, you know, I know it's not one size fits all, but how you would recommend somebody who's starting out to do their thing, like, you know, obviously fulfill your mandates, but then spend time doing your marketing or is it just, well, if you're a salesperson, like how would you, what, what kind of tips would you give, I guess would be your advice you would give to somebody uh, starting out? To somebody starting out, um, right off the bat, be transparent. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my key advice to anybody. Um, but yes, do your marketing. Marketing is very important, especially when you're first starting out because when I first, first, Went out to the market. My very first client, I was like, hi, yeah, so I'm Kareem Stephanie from Cam Inc. And they're like, okay, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> and the person literally looked at me and said, well, I don't know who you are. 
you're a nobody. I was like, yes, but I'm going to be your somebody. So, (laughs) 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 so you know that you need me. And now that person is one of my very biggest advocates in a lot of what I do. And the first person to call and say, Hey, listen, you know, I have a friend who's recruiting, you need to contact them okay. because you're my somebody. Oh, I like that. We're back in sales seat because this, yeah. <laughs> this is references. Back yeah. This is references. Oh, yeah. This is references. It's so, so important. So did you, now, was that just organic or did you, do you ask people to, to mention your name and to talk to other people about you? Or is it just that a few good people have said, hey, call, mm-hmm. call Corinne, she's really great. Or did you say, hey, you know what, I should have a strategy to make sure that people are, are referring me to their entourage? Now it's more strategic, yeah. Um, but in the beginning, it was all organic, okay. completely organic, okay. and I didn't think about it. Um, and it was a lot of people would just call and say, "Hey, I heard your name from so and so. Oh, okay, thank you." And I'm I'm humbled that they referred me. That's well, great. I'm happy strategic now because I would now coach you now. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be because, and I didn't think about it in the end um, when all of that was going on in the very beginning, and I really didn't put that much thought into it to say, oh, well, make sure that you refer me yeah. and yeah. follow up. Like, hey, don't forget to refer me. If you like me, then refer me. Yeah. I was like, no, no, they'll do it. They'll do it. And luckily they did. But now I'm Not saying all no. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, some oh, some will do it instinctively. But asking people, I'm surprised myself in my own business mm-hmm. how when I ask for references, people go really go out of their way because – if they're happy with what you're doing, they're going to look good to the person you're referring. Yeah. To, right. And and what I've said, we've had this discussion, Fab, and this is interesting. And I'll we'll pointer to you. I would suggest is you should be asking for references, like throughout the conversation. You know, when you meet someone for the first time, you should say, "Can anyone benefit from the conversation mm-hmm. you've had?" Um, because I think with the the network you have, you could probably you know even have your your sales or your internal salespeople focus even on your network to grow the business. You know. Yeah. Because if you have 27,000, and I assume, are they all over the world or are they mostly in Canada? A good chunk is Canadian in the yeah. U.S. Yeah, Which is great because that means, you know, you can you can leverage that network to go even further. But it's good. I'm happy yeah. it's gone from, all that to say, I'm very happy it's gone from organic to strategy because none of us do it enough. No one. And I heard actually this great podcast about six months ago about a guy saying you should be asking for references all along. And even me, who's a sales coach, mm-hmm. I even forget to do it myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really something you have to ingrain. You almost have to have it, you know, posted up on your wall, you know, ask for yeah. references, yeah. you know, yeah. all through the process. Anyways, that's sorry, hi, Jack. No, that's oh, right. No, no, it's completely relevant. <laughs> and so you mentioned sales, but, and obviously I'm going to stick to the marketing side. But, <laughs> um, balance things out of it. Um, what's next in terms of marketing? Just because you're so involved, that's why I'm so interested in. I know. Well, yeah, it's. It's hard to say. Yeah. There's so many things and so many avenues I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, something that I'm truly passionate about is doing the interviews, um, video interviews with people right. and sharing their stories. So I really want to continue on that because it is a part of our brand now. And it is a part of who we are to show great talent's story, mm-hmm. you know, okay. where they started and where they're going. Um, but in terms of marketing, to continue on the videos... And it's so funny because now I'm starting to see other people who are doing the same thing. So I'm like, great. Right. Nice. I'm like, that's great. I'm like, yeah. do it. And I'm like, yeah. come on. Um, and I encourage people to do it. I'm like, yeah. call me up. I will give you some tips. Like, I know I've been in your shoes. I know how it is to start yeah. out. And, you know, is my iPhone good enough? Is my camera good enough? Whatever it is. Um, so for us, it's going to continue on. I mean, I think 
we have a great thing going on when yep. it comes to our marketing, right. but there's always room for improvement. And really it's kind of the ideas pop in, grab it. Okay. Should we run with this? What do you guys think? Yeah. Is this a good idea? And now I've partnered in with my family and I asked them like, even to the point I'll have my children. I'm like, guys, what do you think of this? And they're like, Oh no, it sounds terrible. Like, <laughs> to it. Nobody's going to buy into that. I was like, really? Like, well, it's a great job. They're like, we wouldn't apply. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, more job blogs, more coffee with Cam. Yeah. And have you thought about doing, like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking this. But anyway, have you thought of doing, like, more, like, because you say you're talking to receptionists and stuff like mm -hmm. that, like, more of a kind of video portrait of a company, like, something more, uh, not just on an iPhone. Yeah, more interactive and more uh, post-produced and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I want to do that, um, and I see a need because so many companies are struggling. I mean, the talent market is very, very narrow. Everybody is employed, which mm -hmm. is great. Like, yep. This is amazing. Um, so it's a lot of going to people who are already employed, trying to poach them, you know, which is, it's hard mm -hmm. because it's like, well, why am I going to go there? Yeah. Why? Oh, because you're going to offer me a couple of dollars more. Yeah. I don't know the company. I don't know anything. So something like that mm. is something I was thinking about doing. It's just having those companies sign up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings me to another question. Do you, do you, do you actually go and look for people or do you always get them to come to you? Or do you actually look in, through your, your network and, and look for specific candidates for specific jobs? Do you do sourcing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. Of, okay. Oh, yeah. A so lot you target of, people. Okay. Yeah, Target, um, sourcing, it's a lot of word of mouth, uh, okay. you know, when I contact people, when I post the videos, a lot of people will say, oh yeah, I saw your video, I shared it on with, and I'll get the private messages and they'll say, well, I shared it on with my colleague, he used to do that and he's mm -hmm. looking here, she used to do okay. XYZ. Um, but apart from that, it is going and sourcing. Okay. So there is so much, you know, everybody only sees one sign, mm. but there's a lot of work that goes okay. into finding. Oh, for right. sure. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm positive. Oh yeah. And, uh, you don't, don't need to convince me. I, that's, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of work there. A question for you. So what's your goal with your company over the next year and the next few years? Like, do you want to grow? Do you want to have more people on board or do you, do you want to keep it a, a, a Corinne a Cam Inc thing? I want to grow. Uh, it's yeah. always nerve-wracking when you get to that point and you're like oh, yeah because okay. you're, you're sort of on you're like right now you can't be alone anymore right no. you're, you're gonna have to change things around yeah so we have somebody who just does the cool call and yeah. we're looking at the sales professional you know so we're growing our organization um i want to grow and our clients like i said they want us to still have that personal touch with mm. them they enjoy that they like the interaction um however it is Tough. Time. Would you it's would time. you think eventually of bringing on another HR person, someone, who has, yeah, someone yeah. who has your experience? Because yeah. that's really eventually, if you sell a lot, you won't be able to handle it all, right? Yeah. So, interesting. I'm all about you know showing people a different way to recruit. Yeah. You know there is a different way using leveraging your social media. Um, you know, and social media in the sales aspect, it's hand in hand because when I'm recruiting, I'm selling a job. Yeah. I'm selling a new career opportunity. I'm getting them excited to jump on board. So it's a lot of sales. So having a person come on board, I am all for training them and starting from the ground up, let's start and show you the ropes so that okay. you can get to X, Y, Z. So that's really what we were looking at is moving it forward. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And what's, you know, it's funny because we met a few people and, and uh, a few, few business owners uh, recently and one of the business owner was just telling us, you know, he's part of that 530 club. He gets up super early in the morning and he, 
and he, but he, he's, he's an early morning guy. But I know some people work just as hard. You talked about late nights, which mm-hmm. made me think about it. So are you more of that late night person? Are you the kind of person who stays up? You do a lot of work, but you're the one who does it late at night rather than early in the morning. It really depends. It depends okay. on the mandate. Like okay. there's been sometimes where I will go 24 hours straight. Oh, really? People are like, oh my God, you're still working. It's three o'clock in the morning. I've got a message from you. And they're like, now it's 6 a.m. and you're doing my phone call because, mm-hmm. you know, but I have no choice because okay. if the candidate is only available at 6 a.m., I have to talk to them. So really what I do is I have to be available not only for my applicants, but be available for my clients, you know, so it's late nights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And you mentioned earlier that your um, that your your, uh, your your partner is your husband. So how do you guys manage the children? <laughs> like, how does that work? Like, how do you how do you end up doing? Uh, We're really lucky. We're really lucky. We have a lot of support. Okay. Um, we have a lot of support with our family. We have a great family and a great network. Um, but we just make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We just balance it out because I do a lot of the networking and you know, the marketing and stuff on that side. When it goes to doing the late night meetings, he's like, no, you could take it. You could go and do that. That's your, that's you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do the network. So, so there's a balance there, but you but you have, you have a network, which is important. Yeah, and yeah. we've worked together. Oh, my gosh, I want to say we worked together when we were very, very young, many, many, many years ago in a very large organization together. Okay, so you yeah. We, yeah, so it's been years okay. that we've worked together. So, and even at that company, people are like, oh, you have to be careful if you're having lunch with that gentleman. Your husband's going to get mad. I'm like, mm. okay, but that's my husband. <laughs> 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 okay. or, yeah, so it's really professional. And, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It works out. Is there anything, uh, Fab, what, what else should we ask here? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm. Well, I have a question. I just don't know if it's a yeah. good closing uh, remarks question, okay. so you might have to hop in and say that, but because <laughs> okay. um, you talk, you obviously social and stuff like that. Do you and you talked about like a different way of recruiting? Mm-hmm. Do you notice? Did you notice like a shift in how uh, people look for jobs? Like I just remember back in the day, um, I would just get job Good offers question. like on Twitter, right? And like people were like Twitter, like this has nothing to do with job posting, but people were like follow me and they would see stuff and they were like, Oh, you're a great marketing. Obviously like Twitter marketing made sense, Yeah. but you know, like as new social networks come and go, are you noticing that there's something happening there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. Um, with the social media, I mean, even now snap jobs okay. that you can snap out your jobs, Okay. um, using Instagram, you know, putting it out there, putting the jobs versus just being that, um, how can you say, you know, open up the paper, check out a job, mm. you know, it's, it's really taken a shift. And this is one thing I recently posted something to LinkedIn exactly about this okay. was that many, many years ago, we had no problem walking to an organization with our resume in hand and saying, Hey, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. I'm a great employee. You want to hire me because I'm just that amazing. Yeah. So I saw the job. Here you go. Whereas now people some generations are still on the fence of saying, well, I don't really feel comfortable with putting myself out there on social media. I don't feel comfortable applying to jobs I see on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, you know, and a lot of times I'm explaining to them, there's no difference. Yeah. You walked into a company filled with strangers. Yeah. Here you're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, and that's probably a generation thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 
So it's a shift in that, whereas, you know, millennials right away, yeah, no problem. Why? Oh, wait, hang on. Let me share on. Let me tag this job. Yeah. yeah. You know, that people are very into doing that Yeah. versus, you know, we post on one website. Yeah. You, you can't. No. You cannot post on one website. You cannot post on one social media platform. It has to go right across right. everything. Because I was speaking to somebody in like a Gen Z, I guess, mm-hmm. like, after the millennial, they didn't even have a link, or they had a LinkedIn account because they kind of had to yeah. go for one of their classes, business classes. They told people that, but they had like three connections or something. Like if you post a job there, they would never ever see it. Uh-uh. Uh, but they're active on Instagram and more Snapchat for a while and stuff like that. So is it is it something that you kind of try to do as well, like try to diversify where everything's showing up and things like that? Trying. I mean, obviously, we're in a hot job market right now. Yeah. Like, obviously, things might change if the economy crashes and people are more actively looking yeah. for jobs. But is that what you're trying to teach your customers as well? Yeah. That you need to, you just, you can't just be on LinkedIn or, or, or Indeed Facebook or whatever. Or, yeah, know? Indeed, great, but you have to be right across the board. Yeah. And that's why a lot of times when we post our jobs, I'm not only posting it to the LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I will target this profile. Right. You know, um, whereas for specific jobs, well, I have to put it on Twitter. I have to put it on Instagram. I have to put it on Facebook, uh, right across the board, right. you know, so most definitely, but I think each platform, like each, uh, yeah, each platform has its very specific market and, um, target audience. Mm. So in order to have our jobs, so if you're looking for a Gen Z, you are going to go on Facebook and Instagram, for example. Facebook, not so much. No. Okay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Definitely not. Facebook's out. No, Paul. Yeah. We still have a lot to talk out. about. Yeah. So Instagram? Insta is really big, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you have to put it there. Okay. And Twitter. Twitter, you know, I see a lot of jobs. Um, I see a lot of st- content and so forth. And we'll post it just because... I had, like, my assistant, she is from that generation. She's like, well, why are we not on Twitter? Mm -hmm. I tweet everything. I'm like, all right, let's let's do it. Thanks for the perspective. But, yes, okay, this is, thank you. And she's like, yeah, you have to be on this. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's roll with it. Yeah, and I was, my experience was that Twitter was used as a sourcing tool, right? You would follow, like, specific types of conversations and stuff like that, like, people that talk about marketing in the Montreal area and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, and then, reach out to them based on what you saw happening. So uh, I found that interesting because that was really, no one was talking about that and people were actively doing it. So that was really oh, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, guys, we've, uh, this has been very interesting. Karen, thank you thank very you. much. Um, so thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, I'm not sure when this is going to go out, so I'm not saying any dates. <laughs> uh, we're, A little in, while. we're in April right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> So thanks again. Thank you very much. Uh, closing comments. It was a great, great to meet you. I learned a lot today. It's very, yep. very fascinating. So Likewise. I'm, I'm very, very happy. And uh, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening to Fab and I today on the podcast. If you're enjoying our sales and marketing podcast, please review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to this show. It would really mean a lot. Thanks again. See you soon.